Hello and welcome to In The Loop, a podcast working in cooperation with Suffolk Boats and Suffolk University Center for Community Engagement. The views and opinions expressed on In The Loop do not reflect the opinions of Suffolk University, the Center for Community Engagement, or Suffolk Boats. I'm Maddie Dubois. And I'm Nora Swain. This week on In The Loop, Massachusetts decides on supplemental budget help, the economy is evening out, DeSantis and Governor Newsom have a debate, George Santos is ejected from the House, and more. The supplemental budget is being held up. The House and the Senate cannot agree on an over $3.1 billion supplemental budget bill. Democrats, who hold a supermajority in both the House and Senate, couldn't come to an agreement and pass the supplemental budget before their last formal session before Thanksgiving. As a result, the House and Senate are forced to try and pass the supplemental budget in informal session. But when in informal session, it only takes one representative or senator to be opposed and all progress made is halted, which is what is happening now. The biggest issue in the bill is over the migrant crisis and how to handle it. The Senate essentially passed their version of the budget with no strings attached money for for Governor Healy to handle the migrant crisis. However, the House version wants more strings attached, wherein if the governor doesn't come up with a plan for a certain period of time, when the governor the governor will not be granted the money given to her by the legislature. The budget went into conference committee to work out the issue between the House and Senate, and eventually they came to an agreement last week, but there was still opposition among some representatives, specifically Republicans, which, in informal session, makes it nearly impossible to pass now. Republicans are trying to get a full vote on the budget and want to petition to possibly force all representatives back to the legislature for a formal session. However, not much has been said on that. All that is proven is that the supplemental budget remains up in the air as to its future, and there still is no resolution on how to handle the migrant crisis in the state. The State Cannabis Control Commission is in turmoil. Shannon O'Brien is accused of creating a hostile work environment and making racially insensitive comments about Asians. She was suspended back in September, but not much was revealed behind the reasons for the suspension, and now those details are being revealed. O'Brien is the chair of the Cannabis Control Commission, and she is fighting the accusations against her. This comes during a time where the commission was looking into new regulations on the industry, and with such turmoil, is going to make the commission's job much harder to regulate. Now on to national news. Sandra Day O'Connor passes at 93. The first woman Scottish judge, Sandra Day O'Connor, passed at 93 on December 1st. Uh, She was somewhere in the middle of the political spectrum, but had heavy influence on rulings around abortion, sex discrimination, and sexual harassment. She upheld the ruling of Roe v. Wade during her time on the court and held school districts liable for ignoring claims of sexual harassment. Ms. Connor was a very inspiring woman who not only changed lives for women, but also paved the way for women in the legal field. The economy is evening out. Long-thought fears of a recession appear to be cooling, especially after recent news from the Federal Reserve, where they announced that in the second quarter of 2024 and into 2025, they will have six interest rate decreases. This comes as good news to many, as interest rates on on things such as credit cards and homes have reached an all-time high, and this has largely an effect of the Fed raising interest rates to try and cool the economy down. It appears to have partially worked as the unemployment rate remained steady and consumers have continued to spend during the holidays. So the U.S. appears to be entering what is referred to as a soft landing, where the economy cools down but does not create mass unemployment and less spending. Economists and stockbrokers alike are cautiously optimistic.
A federal judge rejects Trump's immunity claims in the election case. Donald Trump and his lawyers attempted to say that he should be immune to any criminal charges surrounding his involvement in the January 6th insurrection because he was in office when this happened. This is referring to the Department of Justice's stance that no sitting president should be arrested while in office. However, Judge Chuck Can rejected this claim. Trump's lawyers expected this to fail and their strategy for the foreseeable future is to put off the final decision of this case until after the 2024 election. Judge Chuck Can wrote that, Whatever immunities a sitting president may enjoy, the United States has only one chief executive at a time, and that position does not confer a lifelong get-out-of-jail-free pass. Former presidents enjoy no special conditions on their federal criminal liability. Defendant may be subject to federal investigation, indictment, prosecution, conviction, and punishment for any criminal acts undertaken while in office. This case will likely go all the way up to the Supreme Court, but unfortunately, if the case lasts beyond the 2024 election and Mr. Trump is elected again, he could simply dismiss the charges and therefore receive no consequences. DeSantis versus Newsom debate. With Sean Hannity as the moderator, Florida Governor and 2024 presidential candidate Ron DeSantis debated California Governor Gavin Newsom. Hannity struggled at times to prevent the back and forth between the two, and the debate quickly turned into chaos as both sides blamed each other for how they handled their states. DeSantis went after Newsom for California's cost of living and taxes and how people are leaving the state, as well as the crime and homeless rate in many California cities. Newsom went after DeSantis for his hardline beliefs in laws within his state, such as abortion bans and book bannings, and dug into DeSantis' campaign efforts and lack thereof. The whole debate was centered on a liberalism versus conservatism match, and by the end, neither side truly won. George Santos is officially ejected from the House. On December 1st, 2023, George Santos was officially voted out of the House of Representatives. 311 representatives voted to oust Santos for his many ethical violations. Throughout his short political career, Santos has been caught in countless lies, as well as fraudulently using his campaign funds for personal uses such as Botox. Santos is one of only six representatives to be ever kicked out of the House in the history of Congress. The locks were almost immediately changed in his office. Trees for veterans. Now on to some more positive news. FedEx is set to deliver 16,000 trees to families of veterans across the country. Since 2005, FedEx has supported Trees for Troops and has delivered over 300,000 trees with the program. Now on to international news. There was a volcano that erupted in Indonesia. Mount Marapi erupted on December 3rd. It is one of the most active volcanoes in the region. The eruption killed 11 hikers and 12 are currently missing. Evacuations are happening now and over 75 people have been removed. All activities are barred from occurring within a two-mile radius of the crater. Domestic terror attack in Paris. There was a knife and hammer attack in Paris in front of the Eiffel Tower on December 2nd. The attack left one German tourist dead and two and injured two others, one French and one British citizen. Thanks for listening and be sure to visit us at itlpodcast.com for more information and a complete list of where you can listen. Also be sure to follow us at Suffolk Votes on Instagram. Thank you and we hope you tune in next week.